JD Talking Sports. It is Monday, July 17th, 2017. July 17th, 2017. 7 17 17. Wow, it's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. All right, Isaac, I'll talk to you a little later. Now, LeBron James not happy with the Cavs offseason. That means he's going to play next year and go go to the highest bidder. I think that's kind of interesting. Are we shocked by that? No, no. LeBron does whatever LeBron wants. And he still wants to get a ring. If he thinks he's going to do it again with Cleveland, listen, Golden State showed far and away that they are the most dominant team. They did not lose any of their big guns. They added Nick Young. I I, I don't see how Cleveland was going to even compete with them. So you know what? Finish out the season, then decide where to go next from here. Okay, we'll see. Carmelo now, Steve Mills, the president, says that Carmelo is not definitely definitely leaving. Not definitely leaving. Okay. Ryan, what do you think about that? My client Linda was talking about how her one of her, she calls it her brother. Yeah, yeah, her brother. How he was wearing a Carmelo jersey and she can't stand Carmelo. She's just never been a fan. We both talked how he's toxic for the organization. Kind of like I felt A-Rod was for the Yankees. And he was wearing a Carmelo jersey in Jersey. In Jersey, Carmelo Jersey in New Jersey. And she said, well, we're going to New York. You can wear it there. But she was not happy he was wearing the jersey. And she's not happy with how things are going right now. It's interesting because I read Stefan Marbury talked about how the 2004 Olympics with Larry Brown were the worst 38 days of his life. And Stefan Marbury may have made it big over in China, but he blew it. He couldn't handle being second fiddle to Kevin Garnett. Ruined that in Minnesota. And came, went to the Nets, came to the Knicks. Everywhere he went, he just, amazing. He talked about that because it's interesting. He talked about 2004. He couldn't stand being, couldn't stand work with Larry Brown. He said, well, you know, they were talking and all this. He said, we're supposed to have fun. Larry Brown called him out about being fun. You know, LeBron was at that Olympics in 2004. That was Athens. They did not win. I don't think, I think they won a bronze. Yeah, 2004 was not a good Olympics. Yeah, 2004 was a disaster. But I love how he said that he felt it was a, you know, the worst 38 days of his life. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, and I, I wanted to check to see. What they did, 2004 Olympics men's basketball. 2004 men's basketball Olympics. Bronze medal. Losing three games against the most ever. They lost three games against their opponents, most ever by a USA, USA basketball team as well as the biggest loss in a game in their history. This will be the second time the Team USA would win the bronze medal. The other time was in the 1988 Summer Olympics with a college team. Yeah, they lost... They lost to 19 to Puerto Rico in the first game. 
lost to Lithuania, lost to Argentina by eight, and then beat Lithuania in the last game. Five of the record. Wow. Yeah, so I read. So I read that, and I'm just saying, you know, I, I love, I love. Th- there was all these stuff today. Walmart, these hairnets they're selling are listed as, and I'm not. They use the N word brown, N brown. Fill in the blank, N brown. That's what the color of them. How does Walmart get to the point of putting something online and then it shows up as N brown, N word brown? Edward Brown. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I mean, in this day and age, 2017, how does that happen? It, it's unbelievable. Un. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm just like stunned. And now Greg Bird is going to have surgery, going to be up out for six weeks, which is basically, you know, he's not going to come back the rest of the season. He's done. He is done, done, done. Giancarlo Stanton at his 28th home run. Man, he can hit some goddamn home runs. He can hit the shit out of the ball. He really can. I'm pretty psyched. Rick and Morty is coming back. I love that cartoon, Cartoon Network. They had the final. My cousin is one of the executive producers on Mike Tyson's Mysteries. We're not close at all, but I thought it was kind of interesting that that show, I, I kind of like that show. He's another, he's a sitcom on television. I can't remember the name of it. It's not very good, but he has, he is one of the executive producers. Larry Dorf is his name. He's on a TV show on the, I can't remember what it is. I read something yesterday. Team Penske in IndyCar has the most wins of any team, 193 victories. I didn't know that. Joseph Newgarden, Newgarden won his second Toronto IndyCar title in three years. I like those races on the roads. I do. I do a lot. And I read a great story in the Times about McEnroe. And McEnroe talked about when fans, you know, come up to him in public. He goes, people come to me in the middle of lunch and say, I don't want to bother you. If you didn't want to bother me, why are you bothering me? But then I think, what, you know, what an, what an asshole I am. This person's asking for your autograph, and you're like, hey, how dare you? And he says, you don't want to make them feel like a peon just because you're having lunch. I just thought that was kind of interesting. He's kind of like, hey, why are you bothering me? You know, why am I being such an asshole? You know what? I should give you my autograph. And today's the, wow, fifth, 76th year anniversary of DiMaggio's 56-game 50 game hitting streak. Broken. July 17, And And what, what do you think about this Ezekiel Elliott thing? Supposedly he was in a bar last night and he got on altercation, but the cops did not mention his name. In the police report. But you know what? Dude's coming off a monster season. Listen... Why do athletes stay out late at fucking night? Why? You know, you know, nothing good happens late at night. Everybody's been drinking. Everybody's drunk. I mean, and then Dez Blast, blast a fan on Twitter for comparing Zeke's off-field troubles to his early years in the league. 
But listen to something. He got in trouble. There was sexual harassment charge against him last year. Now he's in the bar. He pulled that girl's shirt down and showed her tit a couple uh, over St. Patrick's Day weekend, which I thought was asinine. That's a lot of stupid stuff, man. He's a real talent. He shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. You know, he could be a super, he's going to be a superstar, and he should just, you know, I don't get it. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think he needs to do it. I think he could just stay away from that stuff. I mean, listen, we used to go out late at night. I had a butt, you know. You don't go out late at night and do stupid shit. You just don't. You just don't. You stay away from that stuff. And Tiger Woods drops out of the top 1,000 in world ranking for the first time in his career. Well, you know, I know this is J.D. Tolkien's Sports. Drop to G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, rate me on iTunes. Subscribe to iTunes. Love to hear from you. R. Kelly is being accused of holding these um, young girl, these girl, these aspiring singers in an abusive sexual cult. He said he's going to fight the charges and all this stuff. A couple of parents are complaining about him. I don't know. My cousin... Hal, it's got to be upset. Deontay Foreman arrested on weapon and marijuana charges. Just make, just make marijuana legal already. What the hell? And why are these guys carrying the guns on them? If they know you have to have a license for this shit, why are you carrying this stuff? You know you can't have the, you know the weed. What's the big deal about weed? What's, what's the big deal? It's marijuana. So what? You know what? It's not like you're waving it around. You know you can drive. You can get. A, I, I drove. I drove stoned. You could do it. I mean, it's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, at least, if anything, I drove like five miles an hour when I was stoned. When I was drunk, yeah, different story. Nothing good comes to that either. And also this, I read about this LPGA stricter dress code. They said body shaming. They'll not be able to wear skirts with plunging necklines, leggings, or short skirts. And some of the women are saying, you know, this is... um, Uh, we don't see why someone can't look professional in legging. If anything, policing these women's bodies and clothes takes away from their professional accomplishments. And if the sport wants a positive image, body shaming is not the way to get it. Alonzo Ball was just named the Summer League MVP. Over 16 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds per game. And now he's wearing a different pair of shoes every day. He's trying to get a bidding board for his sneakers. You know what? He's a, he hasn't played a game yet. I don't look at him as having the magnetism. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Hey, summer league MVP. He's going to be. I hope he's a great player. But a bidding more already. Bidding more. Is he going to be the next LeBron? Am I going to see him in commercials and all that stuff? I think there's only one LeBron. I wish him the best. I just think it's, it goes on and on and on, man. It's just like now the body shaming of the women. I don't, I don't wear whatever the fuck they want. I don't care. Michelle Wee was in what Vietnam playing a, a tournament sheet on this. Shorter skirt, which is easier, and sleeve the shirt. She looks cool. She looks like athletic. She's showing up for goddamn body. Who gives a shit? Let her do it. She looks good. She's working out. She should show the goddamn body off. I don't care. I, I think let her wear what they want. Yeah. You know, some women say they've shown up at courses in, uh, wearing, wearing shorts that are mid-thigh and be sent off that they have to buy knee-length shorts. She goes, if the best players in the world can play in the type of athletic apparel we's wearing, why can't the rest of the female golfing pop population have the option too? I, I, I gotta be, I gotta agree on that front. I, I think let them wear whatever they want. If you have a good body, show it off. I mean, hey, why hide it? 
And I was kind of shocked. Guns N' Roses on their Not In This Lifetime in 2017 grossed almost $152 million. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, man. It's a crazy picture of Axl Rose and Slash. It looks crazy in that picture. It's amazing. They're number one. U2 is number two, I think. And Bieber's number... Bieber. Even freaking... You know, Adele was the top woman over 59 million. Bieber's over 93 million. Metallica, 88 million. God, Depeche Mode, 68 million. It's a lot of money, man. I still remember the time I went with my friend Gumbo Chef. We saw Prince and he played like vignettes of all the song. And then at, after the concert, they said he was doing an after-hour show, which we didn't go to. I heard he played for four freaking hours. And look, now he's passed away. He's not around anymore. That kind of sucks, right? It sucks. London's O2 Arena is number one. And the only U.S. arena in the top ten is the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, which I thought was kind of cool. Yankees that are showing interest in White Sox third baseman Todd Frazier, Jersey boy, and reliever David Robertson. That's from John Heyman. Hey, I would like, I'd like, I like, I like Robertson when he was here. I'd give him a shot. Yeah, I would. And Frazier, hey, you know he can hit. Yeah, crazy, right? Ezekiel Elliott. Witnesses say he punched a man at the bar and broke his nose. But you know what? Okay, he doesn't need to get into situations, but is he 100%? You can't put yourself in those situations. You can't. You just can't. But still, you know, I wasn't there. I don't know what actually happened. So, and I read an interesting thing about Elway. Now, Elway, Royals drafted him. He had a potential to play in the big leagues. And he brought up a good point where he thought about a, a boy going to college instead of pro ball. Now, the advantage is that going in the, going in the minors, he faces good pitching every day. If he goes to college, he might see one pit, good pitcher every few weeks. And the repetition of that over three years increases the odds of a player being able to get to the big leagues because he's facing better competitions. His skills will develop if he has the ability. I thought that was kind of interesting. And... George Brett said that shortly after the Royals drafted him, they brought Elway out to Anaheim, and he uh, hit with Clint Hurdle and Jamie Quirk. He said, we were taking grounders at third, you know, before a game against Angels. They give him a uniform and say, come on, and we all knew he had a great arm. And he had pretty good power going, holy shit, this guy's better than we are. So we were happy that he chose football over baseball. And John Scherholz, who was the Royals GM, said, you know, George was a kidder, but he's also a very astute evaluator of baseball skills. He goes, it might have been a nice line for the media, but I know he believed in it. And they said Marino freaking was a better baseball player than a football player. And the only reason why he chose football, well, he wanted to play baseball, but in the Big East, you couldn't play, you couldn't be drafted, you couldn't sign a pro contract in baseball and play college football, whereas in the Big Ten, you could. And Gibson was able to do that at Michigan State, you know, while well, he played football and baseball and then became hit that major home run against the A's in the World Series. So it's interesting how Big East wouldn't let him play and he wanted to play baseball and football pit, but he couldn't do it. And the Panthers fired GM uh, David Gettleman two years after leading Carolina Super Bowl and D'Angelo Williams was pissed off. They were like, I, I just don't know what happened. 
but Richardson, the owner, just was like, hey, we decided to go in a different direction. And Kirk Cousins, Kirk freaking Cousins, turned down the most money guaranteed ever, $53 million, to take the franchise tag this year. Obviously, he thinks, you know, hey, he's going to have a good year and he's going to make even more money because he turned down $53 million guaranteed. But hey, I'm, I'm not, I don't, hey, he's taking the franchise tag. How about this Sunday? Michael Phelps on Sunday on Discovery Channel is going to race a great white shark. What the fuck? For Shark Week? How is that even, how is that even possible? How do you race a shark? How do you do that? Michael Phelps is going to race a shark. I, I'm taping it. I got to see it. I'm going to tape it because I don't feel like watching it. Yeah, Steve Smith Sr. and D'Angelo Williams were both harsh reactions on Twitter to it. But how the hell? Phelps first a shark. And this Ozark series they're talking about with Jason Bateman is supposed to be freaking awesome. I can't wait. Plays like a, I don't know, he's a drug dealer? He's taking on the drug kingpins. It's from the guys who did, It's they said his best work since Arrested Development. He said the strippers, money laundering, infidelity, sex tape, bags of cash, barrels of acid. Said it's a crime story. There's part thriller, part caper, and endlessly surprising. Starts on Netflix on Friday. I can't wait. Angela Williams says, I want to publicly say Panthers is off my list of teams I won't play for due to the firing of that snake, Dave Gettleman. Okay. I won't do the firing of that snake. Wow. Pretty good. And Syndergaard? And the Black Knight, the Dark Knight, Black Knight, the Dark Knight, are both going to be starting the throne programs today. Syndergaard said, oh, baseball, would be nice to hold you, touch you, feel you. I like that. <laughs> oh, baseball, would be nice to hold you, touch you, feel you, be one with you. I like that. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, this hair weave. Yeah, that this net durable stretch weaving, net weaving cap wig. N. Brown. N. Word Brown. Yeah, how the fuck do you do that? So, Choi, who was an amateur, also LPGA, missed out on 540000 after the U.S. Open finish. So the money was matriculated down. And Marina Alex, who I've talked about from Jersey, went over a million dollars of career earnings. She got 114000 for winning, over 114000 for winning, uh, finishing 11th at the U.S. Open. She's won $354,000 this year. When, I'll tell you the truth, it's kind of scary how she's, she is four top tens this year, and she's won a total of 354000 which is a great year, but pretty goddamn impressive, right? But in the men's, doesn't even, I've, I've done this in the past, I've talked about how the difference between the men and women. She finishes the 11th in the U.S. Open, the men, she would be over a couple hundred thousand dollars. She made more money in this one tournament than she's made all year. And Well, no, she didn't make all year, but last couple of tournaments combined. Yeah, I looked at her totals, yeah. Actually, she won 78000 for her. She finished 8th and 25th. And then she had a couple zeros. Yeah. When you really think about it, almost she almost... She, yeah, she doubled her last two tournaments. That's a great... I'm happy for... I'm really happy for her. I'm really happy for her. 
Jeremy Lin says Nets will make playoffs in Instagram video. Okay. I mean, I, I think it's good that you're... I think it's good that you're confident. I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I, like the, I like the confidence. I like the confidence. That's the way you have to go in the season. And Lucky Whitehead on the Cowboys' dog is being held for ransom after alleged break-in over the weekend. I don't even know what to say on that front. And I read an awesome story about uh, Gabe Perilli. He played for Bryant. He went 28-8 for Bryant at Kentucky. And in 80, he told Time Magazine about a hospital visit from Bryant during uh, the day after Perilli underwent shoulder surgery. And he said Bryant threw a stack of plays on the bed. The article said it continued. The plays were designed to let Perilli stand back in the shotgun offense and throw the ball after getting a long snap from center. Learned them, the coach told him. He said, I thought he was crazy. He said about Bryant, I could barely move, but I studied the plays. He's, we were playing LSU the next week. And uh, on the day of the game, he said, get in that shotgun and start throwing until I tell you to stop. He said, I did what I was told. First 16 plays, we threw it 15 times. I never got touched. We won 14 nothing. <laughs> I like that. I was like, God damn. And he told the great things to Patriots.com. He said, I, I, I don't go to games in 2007. I usually just watch it on the tube. It's time to let other people do it and enjoy my life. I enjoyed all of it. I never felt like I had a job. I looked forward to all of it, playing and getting knocked around. I thought that was pretty cool. And getting knocked around. He was pretty cool. I, 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 and I'm worried it's about Martin Landau. The same year he appeared, he played in, he was north by northwest. He plays, he played a spy's henchman who was both menacing and as Mr. Landau chose to play him, attracted to his boss, James Mason. He said Hitchcock loved it. He, it this was in a 2003 interview with the Hartford Courant. The Hartford Courant. Courant, isn't it Courant? People thought I was nuts to play the character gay, which wasn't originally written that way, but so so what? I'm not gay, I'm an actor. I like I'm not gay, I'm an actor. And I remember the show he did, Space nineteen ninety nine. I used to watch that all the freaking time. It was only on three years, but I felt like it was on forever. He said by eighty one he was run out of parts. So him and Miss Bain, he said the low point, they played the T V movie, the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. Hey, you know what? You gotta fucking work. You gotta eat. Gotta work. And he talked about his, Mr. Orlando talked about his early years as an actor. There was a lot of pain, a lot of angst. I felt like a pinch hitter who had all the equipment, a great bat, and the manager just kept skipping me. Or I was getting up to bat and no one was pitching to me. And I just said to myself, one day I'm going to get up to bat and I'm going to hit a home run. It's as simple as that. Now, I graduated from my MFA at the age of 30 in 1999. And David Hammond was my acting teacher. And he told me I'd work... At 50, I said, what am I supposed to do for the next 20 years? Well, I am now 48. I still have two more years. He says, I'll make it at 50. So I guess at 50, I should start auditioning again and get out there and see what happens. I made a movie at 40. Didn't go anywhere. So maybe at 50, I need to write the next great script. But I like what Landau said here. You know, like, I felt like I was a pinch hitter, you know, who had all the equipment, a great bat, and the managers kept skipping me. Where I was getting up to bat and no one was pitching to me. One day I'm going to get up a bat and I'm going to hit a home run. That's what I always felt. One day I'm going to hit a home run. And Michael Pineda had Tommy John surgery tomorrow. Not today. I thought it was tomorrow. It's tomorrow. 
let's get that going. Get it on. Get it on. Let's make it happen. Unbelievable. And Le'Veon Bell couldn't reach agreement. Kirk Cousins and Tremaine Johnson all gonna all gonna play on the franchise tag. Extension deadline passes. Fifty three million for Kirk Cousins. God damn it. Carmelo may stay with the next. Please no, 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 no. Never. Never. Let him go. Alonzo Ball is not playing tonight with a calf injury in the championship game versus the Trailblazers in the summer league. R. Kelly, man. Yeah, I was going to read all this stuff, but you know what? It's They said one thing, he said another thing. Said They had all these allegations and everything. They're saying he controls every aspect of their lives, dictating what they eat, how they dress, when they bathe, when they sleep, and how they engage in sexual account encounters when he, that he records. You know what? Listen, you're making allegations like that. You need some goddamn proof. That's out of control. And Robert... Guerrero, who got knocked out by Figueroa Jr. on Saturday at Nassau Coliseum, announced his retirement after a 16 year career. Good move. He got his ass kicked. He needed to he needed to wrap that up. Wrap it up. Wrap up the career. I mean, hey, you've had a good run. But it is time. Matt Harvey, shoulder. Good. Begin that throw and let's get going. And OJ is getting his this week is his parole hearing. Said they could, could Trump, Donald Trump, President Trump. We shall see. Kind of crazy, right? Greg Bird, man. Right ankle surgery. Unbelievable. Six-week recovery time, please. Also, expiring contracts for Matthew Stafford, Drew Brees, Sammy Watkins, and Garoppolo. Listen. I would love Drew Brees to be my quarterback. I don't care how old he is. He said he wants to keep playing. Let him keep playing. I love him. Love him, love him, love him. Big fan. Yeah. Yankees are losing. Mets are losing. Yeah, crazy. All right, now, we got some trivia. Do we have trivia questions? Sorry, folks, I was a little little all over the place tonight, but you know what? There's a lot of things I want to talk about. I got them off my chest. Carmelo, please, just let him go. LeBron, you know he's going to go too. You know that's happening. You know what's happening. He's going to look to see. Maybe, maybe he'll go to Golden State, and they'll just keep winning. <laughs> okay, last night's trivia question. Celtics record for most points in a postseason game. John Havlicek with 54. Isaiah Thomas, what do you have this year? 52, I think, in a playoff game. Or 50, I think 53. Okay, what NBA team has played the most game sevens in NBA history? What NBA team has played the most game sevens in NBA playoff history? That's the nice trivia question. What NBA, te- NBA team has played the most game sevens in NBA playoff history? Okay, now, Lonzo Ball, I think you should decide. Hey, you know what? You just won Summer League MVP. Maybe you think you're worth more than you are. Maybe someone will give you the money. They got so much money now in basketball. It's as popular as it is ever. They can do great commercials with them. Maybe you'll be a great one. 
Maybe he'll be the next LeBron. I don't know. Do I think so? Probably not. He'll be good, but will he be top, top shelf? Is he Kevin Durant? I don't know. I mean, you know, people say he's got great court vision. He's got high basketball IQ. Hey, you know what? Maybe he'll become the next Magic Johnson. I don't think he's that kind of personality, but you know what? He can do everything on the court. Maybe Jason Kidd, shoot a little better. Anything's possible, right? Jason Kidd had a pretty good, pretty goddamn good career. We shall see Greg Bird. Man, I hope you get better soon, man. And I feel for Michael Pineda tomorrow getting surgery. We'll see how that all turns out. Mets losing. Yankees. I was talking to a guy today. He said they need pitching. He feels like you trade for pitching now. I say no. Let the season play out the way it is. And next year, I think they need to rebuild for a couple of years. They're going to take a while to build up the pitching staff. They just need some time. Folks, that's all I got to say for tonight. LeBron. I guess maybe you'll play for the Lakers next year. Maybe the Clippers. Maybe go to Houston. You got your pick of the litter, man. The Nets. The Brooklyn Nets with LeBron, no. Well, Jeremy Lin said they're going to go to the playoffs this year. You know what? And if, you know what? Maybe they will get to the playoffs this year. I think that's a better chance of that happening than Carmelo staying with the Knicks. What do you think? Folks, have a great night. Peace out. Talk to you soon.